0: When I published Ulysses by James Joyce in my little bookshop called Shakespeare and Company in Paris. Look, look, the dust is growing. My branches laugh larger than you. Stately
1: clumped Buck All perfume, yes, and his heart was going like mad. And yes, I said yes, I will, yes.
0: Friends of Shakespeare and Company read Ulysses by James Joyce. Read today Kai, Jonathan Saffron Four and Sasha Four. What final visual impression was communicated to him by the mirror?
1: The optical reflection of several inverted volumes, improperly arranged and not in the order of their common letters, with scintillating titles on the two bookshelves opposite. Catalog these books Tom's Dublin. Post Office Directory, 1886, Dennis Florence McCarthy's Poetical Works, Copper Beach leaf Bookmark at page 5, Shakespeare's Works, Dark Crimson Morocco Gold Tooled, The Useful Ready Reckoner, Brown Cloth, The Secret History of the Court of Charles II, Red Cloth Tooled Binding, The Child's Guide, Blue Cloth. When We Were Boys by William O'Brien, M.P. Green cloth, slightly faded, envelope bookmarked, page 217. Thoughts from Spinoza, maroon leather. The Story of the Heavens by Sir Robert Ball, blue cloth. Ellis's Three Trips to Madagascar, brown cloth, title obliterated. The Stark Monroe Letters by A. Conan Doyle, property of the City of Dublin Public Library, 106 capel Street, Lent 21, May, Whitsun Eve, 1904, due, 4th of June, 1904, 13 days overdue, black cloth binding, bearing white letter number ticket. Voyages in China by Wiener, recovered with brown paper, red ink title. Philosophy of the Talmud, sewn pamphlet. Lockhart's Life of Napoleon, cover wanting, marginal annotations minimizing victories, aggrandizing defeats of the protagonist. Saul und Habel by Gustav Freytag. Blackboards, Gothic characters, cigarette, coupon, bookmark at page 24. Hosier's History of the Russo-Turkish War, brown cloth, two volumes with Gums label, Garrison Library, Governor's Parade, Gibraltar on verso of cover. Lawrence, Bloomfield in Ireland, by William Allingham, second edition, green cloth, gilt, tray foil design, previous owner's name, on recto on flyleaf Erased. a handbook of astronomy, cover, brown leather, detached, five plates, antique letterpress, long primer, author's footnotes, nonpareil, marginal clues, brevier, caption, small pica, the hidden life of Christ, blackboards, in the track of the sun yellow cloth title page missing recurrent title installation physical strength and how to obtain it by eugene sandow red cloth short but yet plain elements of geometry written in french by f ignat parties and rendered into english by john harris dd london printed for r naplock the bishop's head mdccxi with dedicatory A to his worthy friend, Charles Cox, Esquire, member of Parliament for the Burg of Southwark, and having ink calligraphed statement on the flyleaf, certifying that the book was the property of Michael Gallagher, dated his 10th day of May, 1882, and requesting the person who should find it, if the book be lost or gone astray, to restore it to Michael Gallagher, Carpenter, Duffery Gate, Enniscorthy County, Wicklow, the finest place in the world.
0: What reflections occupied his mind during the process of reversion of the inverted volumes?
1: The necessity of order, a place for everything and everything in its place, the deficient appreciation of literature possessed by females, the incongruity of an apple incuneated in a tumbler and of an umbrella inclined in a clothes stool, the insecurity of hiding any secret document behind, beneath, or between the pages of a book.
0: Which volume was the largest in bulk?
1: Ozier's History of the Russo-Turkish
0: War. What among other data did the second volume of the work in question contain?
1: The name of a decisive battle, forgotten. Frequently remembered by decisive officer Major Brian Cooper Tweedy,
0: remembered. Why firstly and secondly did he not consult the work in question?
1: Firstly, in order to exercise Nenemat. Tefnek. Secondly, because after an arrival of amnesia, when seated at the central table, about to consult the work in question, he remembered by uh, the name of the military engagement Plevna.
0: What caused him consolation in his sitting posture?
1: The candor, nudity, pose, tranquility, youth, grace, sex, counsel of a statue erect in the center of the table, an image of Narcissus purchased by auction from P.A. Ren 9 Bachelors Walk.
0: What caused him irritation in his sitting posture?
1: Inhibitory pressure of collar, size 17, and waistcoat, five buttons, two articles of clothing superfluous in the costume of mature males, and inelastic to alterations of mass by expansion.
0: How was the irritation allayed?
1: He removed his collar, which contained black necktie, and collapsible stud from the neck to a position on the left of the table. He unbuttoned successively in reversed direction, waistcoat, trousers, shirt, and vest along the median line of irregular incrispated black hair, extending in triangular convergence from the pelvic basin over the circumference of the abdomen and umbilicular fascicle along the median line of nodes to the intersection of the sixth pectoral vertebrae, thence produced both ways at right angles and terminating in circles, described about two equidistant points right and left on the summits of the mammary prominences. He unbraced successively each of six minus one brace trouser buttons, arranged in pairs, of which one incomplete.
0: What involuntary actions followed?
1: He compressed between two fingers, the flesh circumjacent to a cicatrice to the left, infracoastal region below the diaphragm resulting from a sting inflicted two weeks and three days previously, 23rd of May 1904, by a bee. He scratched imprecisely with his right hand, though insensible of parishion, various points and surfaces of his partly exposed, wholly abluted skin. He inserted his left hand into the left power pocket of his waistcoat, and extracted and replaced a silver coin, one shilling, placed there presumably on the occasion 17th of October 1903 of the internment of Mrs. Emily Sinico, Sydney Parade. Compiled a budget for 16th of July 1904, debit one pork kidney, one copy of Freeman's Journal, one bath and gratification, tram fare, one in memoriam, Patrick Dingham, two banbury cakes, one lunch, one renewal fee for a book one packet notepaper and envelopes, one dinner and gratification, one postal order and stamp, tram fare, one pig's foot, one sheep's trotter, one cake fries, plain chocolate, one square soda bread, one coffee and bun loan, Stephen Daedalus. refunded, credit, cash in hand, commission received, Freeman's Journal, loan, Stephen Daedalus, balance, two pounds, 19.3.
0: Did the process of divestiture continue?
1: Sensible of a benignant, persistent ache in his footstools, he extended his foot to one side and observed the creases, protuberances, and salient points caused by foot pressure in the course of walking repeatedly in several different directions. Then, inclined, he disnoted the lace knots, unhooked and loosened the laces, took off each of his two boots for the second time. Detached the partially moistened right sock through the fore part of which the nail of his great toe had again effracted, raised his right foot, and, having unhooked a purple elastic sock suspender, took off his right sock, placed his unclothed right foot on the margin of the seat of his chair, picked at and gently lacerated the protruding part of the great toenail, raised the part lacerated to his nostril, and inhaled the odor of the quick. Then, with satisfaction, threw away the lacerated unguacal fragment.
0: Why with satisfaction?
1: Because the odor inhaled corresponded to other odors inhaled of other unguacal fragments picked and lacerated by Master Bloom, pupil of Mrs. Ellis's juvenile school, patiently each night in the act of brief genuflection and nocturnal prayer in ambitious meditation.
0: In what ultimate ambition had all concurrent and consecutive ambitions now coalesced?
1: Not to inherit by right of primogeniture, gravel kind, or borough English, or possess in perpetuity an extensive demence of a sufficient number of acres, roods, and perches, statue land, measure valuation 42 pounds, of grazing, turbery surrounding a baronial hall, with gate lodge, in carriage drive, nor on the other hand, a terrace house or semi-detached villa described as ruin urbe or Kisisana, but to purchase by private treaty in fee simple a thatched bungalow-shaped two-story dwelling-house of southerly aspect surmounted by vane and lightning conductor connected with the earth with porch covered by parasitic plants, ivy, or virginia creeper. Haldor, olive green, smart carriage finish, and neat door brasses, stucco front with gilt tracery at eaves and gable, rising if possible upon a gentle eminence with agreeable prospect from balcony with stone pillar parapet over unoccupied and unoccupiable interjacent pastures and standing in five or six acres of its own ground at such a distance from the nearest public thoroughfare as to render its house lights visible at night above and through a quickset hornbeam hedge of topiary cutting, situated at a given point no less than one statute mile from the periphery of the metropolis within a time limit of not more than five minutes from the tram or train line, Edie Jundrum, South or Sutton, North, both localities equally reported by trial to resemble the terrestrial poles and being favorable climates for physical subjects the premises to be held under fee farm grant lease 999 years messuage to consist of one drawing room with bay window two lancets thermometer affixed one sitting room four bedrooms two servants rooms tiled kitchen with close range and scullery lounge hall fitted with linen wall presses fumed oak sectional bookcase containing the encyclopaedia botanica and new century dictionary transverse obsolete medieval and oriental weapons Dinner gong, alabaster lamp, bowl pendant, vulcanite automatic telephone receiver with adjacent directory, hand tufted axminster carpet with cream ground and trellis border, blue table with pillar and claw legs, hearth with massive fire brasses and ormula, mantle, chronometer, clock, guaranteed timekeeper with cathedral chime, barometer with hygrographic chart. Comfortable lounge settees and corner fitments, upholstered in ruby plush with good springing and sunk center. Three banner Japanese green and cuspidors club style, rich wine colored leather, gloss renewable with a minimum of labor by use of linseed oil and vinegar. And pyramidically prismatic central chandelier luster, dentwood perched with a finger tame parrot expurgated language embossed mural at ten mine per dozen with transverse swags of carmine floral design and top crown frieze staircase three continuous flights at successive right angles of varnished clear-grained oak treads and risers newel balustrades and handrail with stepped-up panel dado dressed with camphorated wax bathroom hot and cold supply reclining and shower, water closet on mezzanine provided with opaque single pane oblong window, tip up seat, bracket lamp, brass, tie rod, brace, armrests, footstool, an artistic oleograph, an interface of door, ditto, plane, servants' apartments with separated sanitary and hygienic necessaries for cook, general, and between maid, salary rising by biennial, unearned increments of two pounds. With comprehensive fidelity insurance annual bonus, one pound, and retiring allowance based on the 65 system. After 30 years service, pantry, buttery, larder, refrigerator, out offices, coal and wood cellarage with wine bins still in sparkling vintages for distinguished guests if entertained to dinner, evening dress, carbon monoxide gas supply throughout.
0: What additional attractions might the grounds contain?
1: As a <laughs> a tennis and fives court, a shrubbery, a glass summer house with tropical palms, <laughs> equipment in the best botanical manner, a rocketry with water spray, a beehive arranged on humane principles over flower beds in rectangular grass pots set with eccentric ellipses of scarlet and chrome, tulips, blue cillas, crocuses, polyanthus, sweet william, sweet pea, lily of the valley, old obtained from Sir James W. Mackey, Limited, wholesale and retail, seed-involved merchant and nurseryman, agent for chemical manures, 23 Sackville Street, Upper, and Orchard. Kitchen, garden, and vinery protected against illegal trespassers by glass-topped mural enclosures. A lumber shed with padlock for various inventoried implements: as eel traps, lobster pots, fishing rods, hatchet, steel yard, grindstone, clod crusher, swathe turner, carriage sack, telescope ladder, ten-tooth rake, washing clogs, hay tetter, tumbling rake, bill hook, paint pot, brush, hoe, and so on.
0: What improvements might be subsequently introduced?
1: A rabbitry and fowl run, a dovecote, a botanical conservatory, two hammocks, ladies and gentlemen, a sundial shaded and sheltered by laburnum or lilac trees, an exotically harmonically accorded Japanese tinkle gate bell, affixed to left lateral gate post, a capacious water butt, a lawn mower with side delivery and grass box a lawn sprinkler with hydraulic hose.
0: What facilities of transit were desirable?
1: When city-bound, frequent connection by train or tram from their respective intermediate station or terminal. When country-bound, um, velocipedes, a chainless freewheel roadster cycle with side basket car attached, a drug conveyance, a donkey with wicker trap or smart phaeton with good working South Cylindicular Cobb Roan Gelding 14th.
0: What might be the name of this erigible or erected residence?
1: Bloom Cottage, St. Leopold's, Flowerville.
0: Could Bloom of 7 Echoes Street foresee Bloom of Flowerville?
1: In loose all wool garments with Harris tweed cap, price, say, over 6, and useful garden boots with elastic gussets and watering can. Planting, aligned, young fir trees, serging, pruning, staking, sowing hayseed, trundling a weed-laden wheelbarrow without excessive fatigue at sunset amid the scent of new-mown hay, ameliorating the soil, multiplying wisdom, achieving longevity.
0: What syllabus of intellectual pursuits was simultaneously possible?
1: Snapshots Photography Comparative study of religions, folklore relative to various amatory and superstitious practices, contemplation of the celestial constellations.
0: What lighter recreations?
1: Outdoor, garden and field work, cycling on level macadamist causeways, accents of moderately high hills, meditation in secluded fresh water and unmolested river boating, in weary or light curable, with. Kedge anchor on reaches free from wares and rapids, period of estivation. Vespertinal perambulation or equestrian circumprocession with inspection of sterile landscape and contrastingly agreeable cottage fires, smoking peat turbs, period of hibernation. Indoor discussion and tepid security of unsolved historical and criminal problems, lecture of unexpurgated exotic erotic masterpieces. House carpentry with toolbox containing hammer, owl, nails, screws, tin tacks, gimlet, tweezers, bullnose plane and turn screw.
0: Might he become a gentleman farmer of field produce and livestock? Not
1: impossibly, with one or two stripper cows, one pike of upland hay and requisite farming implements, e.g. an end-to-end churn, a turnip pulper, etc.,
0: What would be his civic functions and social status among the country families and landed gentry?
1: Arranged successively in ascending powers of hierarchical order, that of gardener, groundsman, cultivator, breeder, and at the zenith of his career, resident magistrate or justice of the peace with a family crest and coat of arms, an appropriate classical motto, semper paratus. Duly recorded in the court directory, Bloom, Leopold, P M P P C K P L L D, P.P., C.K., P.L.L.D., honoris causa, Bloomville, Dundrum, and mentioned in court and fashionable intelligence, Mr. and Mrs. Leopold Bloom have left Kensington for England.
0: What course of action did he outline for himself in such capacity?
1: The course that lay between undue clemency and excessive rigor. The dispensation in a heterogeneous society of arbitrary classes, incessantly rearranged in terms of greater and lesser social inequality and unbiased, homogeneous, indisputable justice, tempered with mitigants of the wildest possible latitude, exactable to the uttermost farthing with confiscation of a estate, real and personal to the crown. Loyal to the highest constituted power in the land, Actuated by an innate love of rectitude, his aims would be the strict maintenance of public order, the repression of many abuses, though not of all simultaneously, every measure of reform or retrenchment being a preliminary solution to be contained by Foxian, and the final solution, <laughs> the upholding of the letter of the law, common statute and law merchant, against all traversers and covenant trespassers acting, in contravention of bylaws and regulations, all resuscitators, by trespass and petty larceny of kindlings, of venvil rights, obsolete by desuetude, all oratund instigators of international persecution, all perpetuators of international animosities, all menial molesters of domestic conviviality, all recalcitrant violators of domestic conviviality. Proved that he had loved rectitude from his earliest youth to master Percy Appjohn. at high school in 1880, he had divulged his disbelief in the tenets of the Irish Protestant Church, which his Father Rudolf Virag, later Rudolf Bloom, had been converted from the Israelitic faith and communion in 1865 by the Society promoting, for Promoting Christianity Among the Jews, subsequently abjured by him in favor of Roman Catholicism at the epoch of and with a view to his matrimony in 1888. To Daniel Magrine and Francis Wade in 1882, during a juvenile friendship terminated by the premature emigration of the former, he had advocated during nocturnal perambulations, the political theory of colonial, e.g. Canadian expansion and the evolutionary theories of Charles Darwin expounded in the descent of man and the origin of species in 1885, he had publicly expressed his adherence to the collective and national economic program advocated by James Finton Layler, John Fisher Murray, John Mitchell, J.F. X. O'Brien, and others, the agrarian policy of Michael David, the constitutional agitation of Charles Stuart Parnell, MP for Cork City, the program of peace, retrenchment and reform of William Edward Gladstone, MP for and MB, and in support of his political convictions, had climbed up into a secure position amid the ramifications of a tree of Northumberland Road to see the entrance, second of february eighteen eighty eight, into the capital of a demonstrative torchlight procession of twenty thousand, divided into one hundred and twenty trade corporations bearing two thousand torches in escort of the Marquis of Ripon and John Morley.
0: How much and how did he propose to pay for this country residence? As
1: per prospectus of the industrious foreign acclimatized, nationalized, friendly, state-aided building society, incorporated 1874, a maximum of 60 pounds per annum, with one-sixth of an assured income derived from um, gilt-edge securities representing a 5% simple interest on a capital of 1,200 pounds, estimated of price at 20 years purchase, of which one-third to be paid on acquisition and the balance in the form of annual rent these £1,800 pounds plus 2.5% interest on the same repayable quarterly and equal annual installments until extinction by amortization of loan in advance for purchase within a period of 20 years amounting to an annual rental of £64. Pounds. Head rent included the title deeds to retain in possession of the lender or lenders with a saving clause envisaged forced sale, foreclosure and mutual compensation in the event of protracted failure to pay the terms assigned. Otherwise, the message should become the absolute property of the tenant occupier upon an expiry of the period of years stipulated.
0: What rapid but insecure means to opulence might facilitate immediate purchase?
1: A private wireless telegraph which would transmit by dot and dash system the result of a national equine handicap, fleet, or steeplechase, or, excuse me, of one or more miles in furlongs won by an outsider at odds of fifty to one at three hours eight PM at Ascot Greenwich Time, the message being received and available for betting purposes in Dublin at two fifty nine PM, Dunsink Time. The unexpected discovery of an object of great monetary value, precious stone, valuable adhesive one, impressed postage stamps, seven shilling mauve, in perforate, Hamburg, 1866, four pence rose, blue paper, perforate, Great Britain, 1855, one franc, stone, official, roulette diagonal, surcharge, Luxembourg, 1878, antique dynastical ring, unique relic in unusual repositories or by unusual means from the air, dropped by needle in flight, by fire amid the carbonized remains of an incendiated edifice in the sea, amid floats and jets and derelict on earth in the gizzard of a comestible fowl, a Spanish prisoner's donation of a distant treasure of valuables or species of bullion lodged with a solvent banking corporation 100 years previously at 5% compound interest of the collective worth of 5 million pounds, 5 million pounds sterling, a contract with an inconsiderate contractee for the delivery of 32 consignments of some given commodity in, in consideration Cash payments on delivery at the initial rate of one-fourth to be increased uh, constantly in the geometrical progression of two, one-fourth, one-half, one, one, two, four, eight, Uh, one, four, two, eight, 32 terms, a prepared scheme based on a study of the laws of probability to break the bank at Monte Carlo. A solution of the secular problem of the quadrature of the circle. Government premium, one million sterling.
0: Was vast wealth acquirable through industrial channels?
1: The reclamation of Dunhams, of waste, ironary soil proposed in the prospectus of Agendath, Needham, blyb Berlin, West 15, by the cultivation of orange plantations and melon fields and reforestation. The utilization of waste paper, fells of sewer rodents, human excrement. Extrican- possessing chemical properties in view of the vast production of the first, vast number of the second, and immense quantity of the third. Every normal human being of average vitality and appetite, producing annually, cancelling byproducts of water, a sum total of 80 pounds, mixed animal and vegetable diet, to be multiplied by 4,386,035, the total population of Ireland according to the census of 1901.
0: Were there schemes of wider scope?
1: A scheme to be formulated and submitted for approval to the harbor commissioners for the exploitation of white coal hydraulic power obtained by hydrolytic plants at peak of tide in Dublin Bar or at head of water at Polo Falco or Power Squirt, the catchment basins of main streams for the economic production of 500,000 WHP of electricity. A scheme to enclose the peninsular delta of the north Bull of Dolly Mountain, erect on the space of the foreland, used for golf links and rifle ranges, an asphalted esplanade with casinos, booths, shooting galleries, hotels, boarding houses, reading rooms, establishments for mixed bathing, a scheme for the use of dog vans and goat vans and for the delivery of early morning milk, a scheme for the development of Irish tourist traffic in and around Dublin by means of a petrol-propelled riverboat, Flying in the fluvial fairway between Island Bridge and Ringsend, End, Carabanks, narrow gauge local railways, and pleasure steamers for coastwide navigation, 10 per person per day, guide trilingual included. A scheme for the representation of passenger and goods traffic over Irish waterways when freed from weed beds. A scheme to connect by tramline the cattle market, North Circular Road, and Precious Street with the quays. Sheriff Street, Lower and East Wall, parallel with the Link Line Railway, laid in conjunction with the Great Southern and Western Railway Line between the Cattle Park, Liffey Junction, terminus of Midland Great Western Railway, 43 to 45 North Wall, in proximity to the terminal stations or Dublin branches of Great Central Railway, Midland Railway of England, City of Dublin, Steam Packet Company, Lancashire. Yorkshire Railway Company, Dublin and Glasgow Steam Packet Company, Glasgow, Dublin and Londonbury Steam Packet Company, Laird Line, British and Irish Steam Packet Company, Dublin and and Morecambe Steamers, London and Northwestern Railway Company, Dublin Port and Docks Board Landing Sheds and Transit Sheds of Palgrave, Murphy and Company Steamship Owners, Agents for Steamers for Mediterranean Spain, Portugal, France, Belgium, and Holland, and for animal transport of an additional mileage operated by the Dublin United Tramways Company, limited to be governed by grazier's fees.
0: Positing what protasis would the contraction for such several schemes become a natural necessary apodosis?
1: Given a guarantee equal to the sum sought, the support by deed of gift and transfer vouchers during donor's lifetime or by bequest after donor's painless extinction. Feminine financiers, Bloom Pasha, Rothschild, Guggenheim, Hirsch, Montefiore, and Morgan Rockefeller, possessing fortunes in six figures amassed during a successful life, and joining capital with opportunity, the thing required was done.
0: What eventually would render him independent of such wealth?
1: The independent discovery of a Goldstein inexhaustible
0: ore.